0: Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of Who's Your Band. I am Jeffrey Paul. I am joined by Sean Morton. How are you, Sean?
1: Wonderful, Jeffrey. How's the birthday boy doing?
0: Uh, I was really going through a depression, you know. But I got to say, first off, um, thank you for Wednesday night. Sean took me out for my birthday. We went to go see um, Mammoth and um, and Bridge, and it was a, a really good show. Um, I, you know... Alter Bridge was had an interesting set, but they were really good, man. You know the songs that they do. Well, man, those first three songs were just, out of the gate were just on they fire. Stunk on ice. That they was the dunk on ice. That was
1: the worst set list I've ever seen a headliner put together. Other when I've worked with you, it's just it was just it started off so strong, like you said, three four songs, and then it just died. And I tried to bring you back at the last song. I mean, I don't know. I would have did that set list completely different. But
0: yeah, I didn't go really care for like the middle stuff. And then like um, I wound up going upstairs to the bathroom. Ran into uh, Don Jameson up there, and we wound up uh, hanging out a little bit and catching up. So it was a, it was it was a it was a it was a good night. But it was it was great to be out. Um, but like I said, I was a little down the dumps. And then I got why are we down the dumps, Jeff. Yeah, I just was. And I, I, as you get older, you know, you, you do start thinking about things and your mortality. And you know, like it's death. like what what yeah, so what does the future hold and all that stuff? I but, wouldn't and,
1: dude, you're in good shape. I wouldn't worry. I mean, you got uh, well, a good two, you got a good two, three years left. Easy. Thank
0: you. <laughs> but then I, I got one of the best birthday gifts I've ever gotten, probably the best birthday gift dude, I've ever gotten in good, my life. Dude. This was good. Yeah, completely out of the blue. Uh, my wife got me a week at Mets uh, fantasy camp. And it's, you know, it's really, of all, I'm a big football fan, but my favorite team of all sports is the Mets. If I can make one wish and just say I want only one of my teams could win a championship, that would be my go-to team. Well you saw one in your lifetime. I did. I saw one. Actually, two. You saw two in your lifetime. But at at 69, I was a little kid. I I didn't really, you know, wasn't like as into it as 86. You know, the Jets, I don't remember. That was also the same year. Um, the nets. I don't remember that was like you know ABA. Um, the Rangers. I saw the Islanders. I saw the Devils. I saw. So hockey's different, but baseball. man, you know, you grow up as a kid, you play baseball, and you know, it just, it just, it's ingrained in who you are.
1: I know. I've seen so many championships, though. You know what I mean? That's the
0: difference. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between being a Yankee fan and being a Mets fan. You know. Right. But but that so that's going to motivate me into. November my plan is, I want, is drop, I want to drop I want to drop 20 pounds I want to uh you know when the weather gets better I'm going to train with a, a baseball team uh, I know a couple of guys uh yeah I am going to really I don't want to embarrass myself is what the Dude, thing is
1: the old <laughs> I'm not even going to put it out into the universe continue
0: yeah I don't want to be, <laughs> like I don't want to I don't want to I, I want to look like a player I don't want to look like like the third base coach
1: Dude, I I, I just picture you like trying to run to first base and you're halfway there and you fucking trip over your feet and you like blow your meniscus out and you're laying in the dugout for six days watching all these other fat old losers at fantasy camp
0: and you can't perform. Right, Well, that's what I'm trying to avoid. So I've got to get myself in shape. I don't want to look like Lou Piniella.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, like, fuck, what what was that? John Krug. Remember John Krug?
0: John Krug, yes. And then the Mets now have this guy, Daniel Vogelbach, Who came in? He looked like meatloaf, but he's lost a lot of weight. Um, We got a message here. Uh, They need—it's like uh, we need to film uh, you in training. Adam, come down to Florida uh, in uh, Port Saint Lucie in November and film away. You can do it. That's a start. You might
1: tempt me to take a few vacation days and fly down there. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna want to witness
0: this. And you know the guy who how he books sugarloaf now uh wall pompeo okay okay um he hit me up and he's like uh dude he's like how'd you get in you know it's, it's almost impossible and like you know i know a, a, a guy i know a guy okay and um he's like oh, we should definitely room so i think i already have a roommate uh in two weeks we have one of the uh coaches from down there he's coming on the show to talk a little, uh, spring training and to talk, uh, the world baseball classic and a a little bit of music. So, I mean, it's all kind of coming together. It's going to be, it's going to be cool.
1: You deserve it. Listen, I break your balls. You you deserve it. You're a good man. You're a good husband. You're a good father. Um, you do a a decent job on the podcast. Uh, the comedies, you know, you you get booked a lot. Um, you deserve it.
0: (laughs) These left-handed compliments. This This, is my favorite episode of the year, Jeff. This is what Sean is good for. This is a good one. I look forward to this one as well. You think I have a rooting interest in this? Uh,
1: Yeah, you definitely do. So this is the time of the year when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame puts out their nominees for the following year. I was waiting with bated breath on Wednesday morning to get the list. I saw the list. My opinion, this is one of the strongest classes that they've put out in a very very long time and if i only had to pick five off this list it would be tough because i think there's about i'd say a good seven or eight that definitely belong in there on their on this on this class but we're going to start from uh so we're going to we're going to try and pick five right uh i would say we could do a solid five they usually do six or seven but i would say five to start is a uh, is a good uh jumping off point uh first person on the list is kate bush and I am giving a huge fat no to this. And the only reason why Kate Bush is on this list is because of running up that hill, making it so big, coming back on with Stranger Things the last season. It blew the song back to number one, I believe, on the charts, which is phenomenal considering it's a 40-year-old song. But I really, I don't know anything else by her at all. And I'm, I'm, I am I'm, can go pretty deep with music. Yeah, I say a hard no to Kate Bush.
0: First of all, not not the first time that's happened with an artist where they released a song that was a big hit and then gets re-released, you know, years sure. later. Like, Don't and Stop the Believing My Journey
1: was bigger now with The Sopranos than it was when it first came out. I was
0: going to go even further back and go Benny King, Stand By Me. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's so, a great
1: one. great one, too.
0: Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah, one hit wonder. I mean, I think Kate Bush is a little bit more than that. But, I mean rock and roll Hall of Fame worthy I agree with you absolutely not let's let's you know
1: get her off she's a, she's a, she's a dud uh next one I'm on the fence with this I don't think she make it in this time I think she will get in eventually is Cheryl Crow hmm. I think if you look at 90s early 2000s soft rock pop rock whatever you want to call it as far as uh females go you got to put her very very close to the top she was always there, always putting out every album she put out had two or three really decent singles too. Uh, I know she has two greatest hits records. So that has to say something on top of all of it Uh right now. I'm going to put her as a maybe considering once we get our locks in, like if I get my five locks in, I might bring her in as like a backup, but I'm going to go with a maybe for Sheryl Crow.
0: I mean, I'm okay. What I'm doing here. I'm just looking up some of her catalog and um, it's, it's deeper than than i think than sometimes people uh think and uh, oh yes. yeah big time you know you know if, if it makes you happy uh, soak up the sun all i want to do she, you know a couple of remakes uh first cut is the deepest every day is a winding road um strong enough um she ha- tomorrow never dies and, okay wow um she has a, she change would do you good she flies She's...
1: under the radar, I think, and that's well, that's right. a
0: problem. She yeah, she did a, a cover of oh, 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 sweet old child, sweet child, oh mine. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, she she has a song with it's a it's a great song too. Um, it's it something i forgot the name of the song but it has a great slide guitar i'm not, I'm not a huge Cheryl crow fan every here's day's morning road has the slide no in. no there's a different one it's it's awful wonderful of of later ones um yeah. here's why i think she can get in is the rock roll hall of fame is very very political she is a huge supporter if you ever notice she's there all the time yeah. uh she was she was front and center with stevie nicks when she got in, inducted um Yeah, that the hatred still-
1: you have for that poor woman
0: because she's, she's overrated she shouldn't be the she, oh, as, right, a, as a solo focus, artist
1: focus I,
0: but she does i think cheryl crow does have the catalog and yeah i think with, i would with, say with you're the, putting her as a maybe, uh, maybe as well yeah i, I think you think you're right. i think let's see who we say definite like right off the bat no yeah. no uh debate about it and i think cheryl Crow will wind up coming back and being on this list
1: here's here's one i know you're going to agree with me with uh which is another big fat no although i don't um discount what she has done for the RB and and rap and hip-hop game uh missy elliott uh yeah. Here's the thing if you put her into the MTV Hall of Fame I'm going to say 100% cuz I think the thing about her is her videos were gigantic. Back when videos were really really prevalent her videos were just so different, so strange, they were awesome. But as far as the music goes I don't think she belongs in the Hall of Fame.
0: Agreed. Uh especially the rock and roll Hall of Fame. I mean, hip hop Hall of Fame, you want to open you know, open up that when we say that's opening up uh, next year and mm-hmm. Bronx, go, go right ahead. Have have a Go induct her in the first class of the uh, hip-hop Hall of Fame. No problem with that. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't know if she has the rock and roll influence. Uh, I was just talking about this with somebody. And they're like, well, you know, Run DMC is in. Yeah, Run DMC is in because they had a, a couple successful uh, crossovers. They they fused rock and rap, even in their own solo stuff with things like oh, – yeah rock and, and uh rock box you know it was it was real rock you know real blending of rock and rap i think they absolutely the Rick Rubin influence too right um i'll even say it's okay with public enemy being in there but missy yeah. allen i don't you know missy allen janet jackson i don't why see do you me. keep
1: saying missy allen it's missy elliott missy
0: like missy you did elliott it the other night too yeah uh I, I this is what happens when you get old sean do you miss her do you miss missy allen I missed I missed a part of my brain. Okay, that, that I can't that I can't remember names anymore. But no, I I don't think she should be in, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm not I'm not diminishing her as an artist. And you're 100 percent right about the videos. As a you know, let her win a Video Vanguard Award. I think
1: she did actually. I think she okay. has won a Video Vanguard. Okay, then
0: she's got her accolades. But I I think as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, and and I say don't change the name. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know i'm not putting her in
1: okay i i, I agree with you okay you excited the excited special boy you ready yeah. for the next Who's one this one well i think we both agree this is our first lock uh to go in you are sporting the hat and the shirt and for the people who are not watching the uh, podcast and just listening uh a band that is sorely overdue going in is iron maiden
0: i think iron there's maiden, no doubt that they get in this year i it think the, no doubt 100%. i think the fan support is there i think finally the critical support is there you know they're they're pioneers They're influences this is the question i have for you okay when they do go in mm-hmm. does diano get inducted with them or do they put no. in the no, so.
1: strictly strictly bruce
0: hmm interesting
1: yeah strictly bruce i mean why not the Alaska. first two
0: albums what's that why not the first two albums
1: uh i don't think it's enough i don't think it's enough to i mean they might i'm sure they're going to mention him on stage but i don't i don't think he gets inducted i think the current lineup goes in
0: so they go classic lineup and with uh steve harris and yes. nico McBride. okay
1: yeah okay. I, long overdue uh you can't deny the fact that for over 40 years at this point they have been one of the greatest heavy metal bands of all time you go You can't find a band. You take a band like just the example of Shinedown where they're going to stake and maybe sell eight, nine thousand tickets in America, maybe Canada. They're not going to Peru and playing in front of 90,000 people. You know what I mean? Maiden's doing that. Maiden's going to Chile and and playing these festivals and they're going to Poland and Russia and all these places and they're selling out everywhere for 40 years. I think it's a travesty that it's taken this long for them to get in. They should have been in at least five years ago. Um,
0: I'm I'm. I'm sidetracked again and infuriated at the way you said chili. Chile, Chile.
1: That's why I said I said Chile.
0: Just say Chile. It's Chile.
1: They're Chile. not they're not Chile and they're Chilean people. <laughs> you eat Chile. Chile. You go to Chile.
0: Okay, Sofia Vergara.
1: All right. So we have our one lock. All right. So now we have one. Now, if we're going with a five lock, this is definitely one. All right. Next pick. Uh, I'm. I'm going with a no on this. I I don't know which way you may sway with this. I kind of I kind of feel you will. Uh, Joy Division slash New Order,
0: in. You say in? Yes. Ill. Now new wave new wave dance. Um, although I think Joy Division as separate is more of. Do we talk about this? Uh, on this show or did I have this conversation with somebody outside of yes. of, of of a podcast but we say joy division is kind of like Wu Tang where it's a it's a great marketing concept. You always see Joy Division shirts and you know it's a cool name for a band. But when you really think about their music, I mean I think all anyone could really talk about is Love will tear us apart. And the more I hear that song I think it's kind of like a it's a heady song but it's a kind of an overrated song. I think Joy Division uh uh which evolves into uh new new order i think new order is like
1: more new order stuff than a hundred
0: percent and they have the catalog and they really were kind of like the pioneers of that uh 80s dance new wave uh sound and i think uh i think based on that i think they're in
1: so i liken your pick with this to another pick that we're going to talk about later on with me uh and we're opposites. So I tend to say no for this pick. And you do. You say yes. There's a pick later on. You know, I'll, I'll do it now. I'll jump into it now. Um, A pick that I tend to feel is worthy of going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a Tribe called Quest. I've seen them. I think they're maybe the most influential, uh, important hip hop group. Not rap. Not, not. I'm saying hip hop. I think they What are-
0: does it have to do with rock and roll? All right.
1: Enough with that. It's not changing. Okay. We know it's a music hall of fame. It has a title of rock and roll hall of fame. We know they're bringing everybody into it. You got to let that go. Were they mainstream enough? They were huge mainstream. They were absolutely huge mainstream. They had some, some of the best hip hop songs of all time. I think they had five albums. They went away for a long time. They broke up. They had their issues. Uh, great documentary on them starts in the very beginning, goes all the way to the end. They know they lost uh they lost one of the key members, uh Fife Dog. He passed away a couple of years ago. I, I personally feel as far as hip hop goes, they're the greatest hip hop band of all time. And they do belong in there, where I know you don't feel that way.
0: I don't. And um, again, I just I guess certain bands sometimes go slip by you. Yeah, they're, they're a group that kind of got washed, uh, you know, caught up in the in, in the wash, caught up in the mix okay. with me, whatever that the hell that means. Um, I've seen them before. Uh, it, it's a group that really doesn't stand out, but again, it's not my my it's not your of, wheelhouse, right? It's not my wheelhouse. It's not my not my genre of music. So okay. uh, if I if I'm if I have a vote, I am not gonna I'm not gonna put them in.
1: Okay, I, I'm and that's fair. That's totally fair um next pick for me is definitely a lock uh and i think you might agree with this one cindy lauper
0: i agree yes okay. um, Pioneer
1: in uh on mtv she was a great solo artist i think she was very quirky and like an eclectic. i'm sounding like you eclectic eclectic stupid Ugh. i'm sitting next to you too much with missy allen uh <laughs> no she was great i mean she had a huge crossover hit with you know with girls just want to have fun uh look at the rock and wrestling connection alone where she was a huge integral part of wrestlemania one
0: okay look at let me just bring up a catalog Mm -hmm. okay girls just want to have fun that's just tip of the iceberg time after time beautiful song she had a lot wrote her her early songs a lot of the hits were written by um the Hooters, uh, the the Hooters, right? Eric Bazilian and uh, not the other guy's name. I mean, I'm I'm thinking But True Colors, all through the night, love that song. Money changes everything. I drove all night. Sheba, uh, the Goonies song, Change of Heart, which was a great great song. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she had a great cover of Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Um, um, really she was she was great she she definitely i think has the catalog for this yeah
1: 100 percent i think the people another one i think because of her quirkiness the way she used to dress i think people didn't take her very seriously for a long time you know with a with a huge red hair and the stupid skirts and the dresses and things like that but now you know besides the fact of her having plaque psoriasis when you see her on television now <laughs> she, uh, that's
0: always that's always a turn on for a rock. That's always
1: great. That's always great. But no, I think uh she's still performing, she still tours, and she's still
0: yeah. Out. I want to pull I'm pulling something up here. Okay, and just tell me if you would enjoy this concert. Okay. I'm gonna pull up Cindy Lauper's uh set list. Okay. Okay. And this is a set list she did from let's pull up some fairly recent. 2019 okay um money changes everything uh she did a cover of the beautiful people with you know the marilyn manson song
1: i've heard her do that and it's it's
0: girls amazing. just want to have fun okay this is a special show that she did she did a, a song with kesha girls just wanna. i mean let me put up a, like a real one uh, okay. okay here we go here's is this a good would you enjoy this concert she opens up with I Drove All Night into Shibop, into All Through the Night, which is a beautiful song. Hope the Goonies song, which is a, also a fun strong. It's a song, it's gonna be strong eventually, shine, money changes everything. Then she comes out for an encore. Uh You don't know, time after time, girls just want to have have fun. Not my father's son, true colors. Um, I guess you look at a concert and say, Man, you know, is there anything she left out? I don't know if a catalog is deep enough, but I think influence kind of makes up for it. I, I kind of, yeah. I think, like I think Pat Benatar had a deeper catalog. I think Cheryl I
1: Crow has a bit deeper catalog than I, Cindy Lauper.
0: Who has more of an influence? In, Cindy in, Lauper, one hundred percent. Okay, exactly. So
1: there's more to it. Like, look at the Sex Pistols. We talked about this the other night. Sex Pistols are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They have one record, but. They pretty much started a
0: genre. True. And and think and people always talk talked about. It's the reason why if you had if you put uh, the sex pistols in, you had to put Kiss in, you know, right. for, for what, what Kiss did for music and the music business. Um who has a deeper catalog? Joan Jett or Cindy Lauper? They're
1: that's both influential, that's but they're influential. That, that's a, a toss-up, really, but I might go Cindy Lauper with that.
0: Okay, so I think if you put, because remember, a lot of Joan Jett's stuff is all covers too.
1: Well, her three bigger, three of her biggest hits were covers, yeah.
0: Okay, so I think if you're doing it, if we're making decisions based on like numbers and stats, kind of like you would like a, a Sports Hall of Fame. Okay. I I think Cyndi Lauper does go in. I think she, pr- even though you're right, Sheryl Crow musically does have a deeper catalog when you really go back and look at it. I think Cindy Lauper kind of like jumps ahead of Sheryl uh, Crow.
1: Yeah, because you got to have the full package too. And That's speaking right. of full package, um, this goes into my next one, who I also think is a lock is George Michael.
0: Oh my God, 100%. If, if we I think about he's the main,
1: one. I personally, I'm not even finished with this list yet. I think he's the biggest name going in.
0: Yeah, and him and Maiden.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would still say even him over everything. Because they're going to look at the Wham! influence, but they're not going to induct Wham! They're not going to put Andrew Ridgely in the Hall of Fame. But they'll kind of throw that into him being a solo artist. After his solo stuff, he has some brilliant stuff. I mean, Faith with the shaking his ass and the thing, that was whatever. Freedom is a killer song. Mm. Uh, uh, Praying for Time, another one that gets kind of
0: lost a little bit. Well, you know what the thing was about that album was... It was so different and so non-poppy compared to Faith. Okay. Yeah. But but that was George Michael as an artist. If you looked at his trajectory of his career, I mean he starts out like you said in when projectory, Jeff? Yes. Trajectory. What did I say? Projectory.
1: Like when people project vomit when they hear you.
0: And you know it right, right now, rightfully so. Listen, guys, I am <laughs> I I am I am struggling. We're doing this in the afternoon. I didn't get home until After four, I didn't fall asleep till after five. I had a show in Warriors Mock, Pennsylvania last night. I am totally, totally shot. And they have
1: these things called hotels,
0: Jeff. I I had to rush back to do the podcast. You have. I'm not not staying in a hotel if I can if I can get back. Plus, I didn't drive, so if someone else is is willing to, oh
1: yeah, I know who you were driving with yeah. But the
0: thing is, I had to make sure I stayed up. Just to make sure yes. I got home okay. Okay, so let's let's go through George Michael's albums here. This is what I yeah. wanted to do, and look at the songs on Faith. I mean, Jesus Christ, are these like this is a huge, huge album. I want your sex, Faith. Okay, Hard Day wasn't um uh, a single. Father Figure was a huge single. Monkey. One more, one more try was a huge single. Uh, monkey was a huge single. Uh, kissing a fool, six six of singles, the seven songs on this were hit singles on it. That is, that is a monster album. And then he follows it up with listen without prejudice. Uh, one and it was a big departure. It was a darker album, um, mm-hmm. than than the previous album and some great songs. Uh, praying for time, which is a a a, a moody melodic uh song, but it's, it's a great one. Uh, Waiting for That Day, Freedom 90, which was very uh, different. Cowboys and Angels. I remember this album. Um, People were disappointed by it, but they were disappointed because it wasn't uh, Faith.
1: Right. You put out a monster album, no matter what you put out afterwards. There's very, very few bands that can follow up a monster album with a second
0: monster album. It's just the way it is. Then he puts out Older. And Older was more of a dance album. And the big song off of that was, uh, well, one, Jesus to a Child, which was not a dance song, which was just a beautiful, man, this was really a beautiful, beautiful ballad. Um, but then he does like, you know, he really talks about his sexuality in Fast Love, Spinning the Wheel, uh, Older, Star People, 97. I mean, this is a, other than Jesus to a Child, this is a real dance album. Mm-hmm. Um he doesn't have a lot you know what he put out was good then he puts out uh another interesting album of covers where uh brother can you spare a dime Roxanne um first time ever I saw your face which was the single off of that. that that was beautiful um and some Cole Porter stuff so that was a weird, but he was also a balladeer, he was a crooner. Songs from the, from the last century, and then his last album as a solo artist was Patient. And this, I don't mean, I don't remember, there's nothing that really stands out here to me. Freak, Shoot the Dog, Amazing, Flawless round here but not the yeah. uh, you're not going
1: to get a winner with every single person and i think uh with this artist and probably the next one i'm going to talk about too it's as much the music as it is the cultural aspect kind of like what cindy Lauper did george michael was huge on mtv with wham and then when he breaks away and does the faith album which in faith was the first song on the on the record
0: right right uh He just became his cultural icon. That's his introduction as a solo was. Right. You're right. One of
1: the big things, if you think about it, I think he was one of the first real big artists to come out. He was one of the first real big gay artists of the 90s or late
0: 80s, early 90s. I think everybody knew Elton John was out already. What's that? Elton John was out already. Freddie. Yeah, but I mean,
1: there was big ones. Like there was Elton John. There was Freddie Mercury. But then there was kind of like a lapse of... Like pop.
0: You nowhere, know I mean? where else he got a huge, huge pop to um uh, you know, to, to, to a mass uh, audience is he performed at a couple of really big uh, concerts, like the yeah, Freddie Mercury kind. Uh, his his version of Somebody to Love is mm-hmm. every bit as good as as the Queen version. I mean, I, I he's I agree a with phenomenal that. singer. His um he does a, a great version on an Elton John tribute of tonight. Um, which is just off the chart, you know. It's it's better than Elton John, I, I gotta say. And I think when we talk about this, this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think you gotta also mention the talent. And as okay. just as a pure singer, I mean, George Michael. I mean, is there a, a more beautiful voice? Is there a a guy who really like the 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 closest to George Michael I see now is Adam Lambert. Totally,
1: oh, adam is one of the purest voices that's come out in 15 years
0: you know d- different ranges of singing but in, we're talking about guys who have a look and 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 you know are, are, are performers and like when they're on stage like you are not looking at anything else you're watching them they they really have that charisma um and yeah, I think I think George Michael has to go in. I think,
1: if, I think, yeah, he definitely goes in. I think he's the main. I really think he's the main guy going in. But who do you next, think? In, who do you think inducts him? Uh, George George Michael.
0: That's a tough call. I don't Could know. they bring? Could they bring in Andrew Ridley? Could they go to one? I, I, I think Elton,
1: I think Elton inducts him.
0: I could, I could see that. I think I Elton inducts
1: him. I think you have to have a big name to induct him. Next one uh, on the list is some. Again, somebody that I have a personal uh, affinity for, uh, does he belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Well, if you go by previous examples, then yes, 1,000% he belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But does he? Is Willie Nelson. See, Willie Nelson, again, has a career that is going 70 years at this point. It's literally 70 years. Wait, is he 90 yet? He's going to be 90 very shortly. Yeah, I went to... um see his 70th birthday party uh at the beacon theater and it was one of the greatest concerts to this day i ever went to my first concert i ever went to was willie nelson i was six years old at giant stadium and i remember the show to this day it was willie nelson i've talked about this before willie nelson johnny cash and Raylan jennings and when you met him, didn't didn't he remember the show? He remembered the show, yes, which is so weird. But another thing about him is, you know, he's 90. He could very easily be, you know, just sitting home retiring. He's on the road. He's on the road every goddamn day. And he puts out at a minimum one record a year which to this day, it just blows my mind. I'm constantly getting alerts for like Record Store Day and things like that where Willie Nelson's putting out at a minimum one record a year. A lot of times now he's doing cover records because how much can you really write at this point, you know? Uh, He puts out like tons of weird shit, like he does uh, a Gershwin cover record. He does uh, a Cole Porter record. He does a ton of things like this because he truly loves music. But I think a big part of it too is that he's one of those people that if you don't know one single song, you know who Willie Nelson is. There's he some people. The he has there. iconic songs. He's iconic. I mean, Jesus, on the road again. Uh, always on my mind. He does an amazing. Uh, oh my God, uh, whiskey river is one of the greatest country songs ever written. He has a hundred hits, a hundred hits, easy. Uh, first ballot going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think they kind of have to put him in this year. I think they kind of have to because you kind of like uh, you want that
0: person to be there for. It. Uh, let's let's go over his his songs that you really should know of Willie Nelson. He writes the icon- iconic. Patsy Klein song Crazy. She sold
1: for $50.
0: Okay. Uh you the uh aforementioned uh, 1980 hit On the Road Again, which one you know, which is one of the big uh, travel songs. Mm-hmm. Um Always on My Mind, Blue Eyes Crying uh, in the Rain. Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. That's that's on here. Um My Heroes Have Always Been Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um Half a Man. Uh Georgia on My Mind, he writes. Which, you know, was, was was you know huge huge hit. Um, and again, big song. Mama, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys or comics. Um, okay, yeah, you know, did that Waylon Jennings. Um, yeah, you said Whiskey River, right? Yep. Yeah. What do you um, think? What's your opinion on him going in? Always on my mind, man. What a song. Yeah. Uh, just and covered by in different way. I mean, the Pet Rap Boys do a phenomenal version of that song. Um, I think also because of the, the rock and roll influence that, you know, uh, he does, he's one of the creators of Farm uh, Um Yeah, I'm putting him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think we, he. We I think, I think he's, he's probably already in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. I'm sure and he's in the, co- the Country yeah. Music Hall of Fame, but yeah, I think he does cross over into uh, influence in uh, rock and roll. I think he's a major influence on guys like Petty and uh, John or Cooper. So, uh, yeah, 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 I'll go. I'll, I'm putting him in the rock and roll. We hole have
1: here. five more to go. And we already have four locks in. So our four locks so far, Iron Maiden, Cindy Lauper, George Michael and Willie Nelson. Now it gets tricky because there's... At least two of these five, I believe, are locks. All right, so we're going to go with Soundgarden as the next one. Do you think Soundgarden is a lock to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
0: Okay. It's tough.
1: It's it, tough it, here's, here's
0: why it's a tough one. Because the talent is there, and I think the talent you know, is on Chris Cornell. You know, I mean, we're talking top ten rock singers of all time. Chris Cornell is easily on my list. Um pure voices, different, you know, different than the uh, 80s guys who sing like, you know, Sebastian, Jeff Tate, you know, the little Bruce Dickerson, those are three of my favorites right there. Dio. And then you have Chris Cornell, who probably is the best voice of the nineties. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I'm on the I fence. don't know if
0: I I okay, I don't know if Soundgarden again enough enough records to really and i know and it's gonna it's gonna be my it's so gonna maybe be, it's gonna it's maybe. gonna be the same thing as the other band that you're gonna bring up too you know we're talking They these bands didn't have a deep deep catalogs but bands like nirvana are already in and they don't have a, a, a you know, big a difference
1: though nirvana really changed us again was a style
0: of music It's kind of like the well, sex pistols well in in the 9 they just have to break first but yeah. you had Nirvana, you had Alice in Chains, you had Pearl Jam, you had Soundgarden. It was all that Seattle sound and they were all they were all they're all, they all really great bands. Alice in Chains is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: They'll go in next year I think. In
0: my opinion, they I go put, before Soundgarden. I put I put them ahead of Soundgarden. Yeah, I agree with that. Although, <laughs> although Soundgarden has the better singer. I think Allison Chains. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I I I I don't know. I, I love Chris Cornell. Yeah, I, I really, do too.
1: I okay. I think this I think that pick for me is more sentimental than it is valid, if that makes sense. That I think you want to yeah. see them go in, you want to see them go in, but you kind of know that they really may not belong. I liken this to Don Mattingly with the rock with the uh baseball hall of fame. For four years, there was no better player than Don Mattingly, but all all over numbers really doesn't warrant him to go in. And as a Yankee fan, as my favorite player of all time, I want to see him in. But I know deep down he really doesn't deserve to be in. That makes right, sense.
0: Well, let's if you're going to do baseball, then you know and and look at numbers. You know Kirby Pucketson, Don Mattingly, and Kirby Puckett's numbers are almost identical. The only thing that separates them is World Series titles, and and that's not on an individual player; that's a team. Scott <Side>. Rowland who and Scott Rowland who just got in. Okay. It, you know, he he was a great defensive player like Madeline, and Madeline has better numbers than Scott Rowland. So yeah. but but different positions. You know, is a yeah. a tough one. And you know, and then if Madeline goes in, does a guy like Dale Murphy go in? two MVPs back to back, you know, had like a, a four or five year window where he's the most dominant player in the in the sport and then kind of drops off. Now, in Madeline's case, you feel bad because it wasn't his fault. The one year that they get into the, the playoffs, you know, they, they they lose in a heartbreaking fashion to Seattle. And then the next year, they win the whole thing when he retires. And he has to retire because the guy has a, a, a back that, that won't sustain uh, playing the game. It's true.
1: All right. So I think we're both at agreeing that Soundgarden's a maybe.
0: Yeah, actually, a maybe. Maybe on a week of class, maybe they get in. I yeah. don't know. With, I think with, it's with too strong. Of a,
1: I think you made a great point. I think it's too strong of a class for them to get in. The next band, I, I think, belongs in. Uh, I think you might agree with me with this one. This would be my fifth lock, is Rage Against the Machine. I know they've been on the ballot already, uh, and they haven't been put in. But I think in this climate now, uh, the social climate that we're in and them being such a socially uh, driven band and with them going back out on that tour last year for the first time in forever and they just they sold out everywhere and I'll tell you one well you their-
0: used a good word there sold out they sold out oh did they listen Rage was my favorite band in the 90s okay, okay. I, musically I love what they were talking about and but in the 2000s they sold out. They became the machine. Okay. They use fucking terms like birthing person. They had it on their screen, you know, during their concert, they became woke. Yeah. You know, what they were, what they were talking about in the nineties, they fucking bought in hook, line and sinker in the two thousands. And they really changed my opinion on them. They don't have, you know, where well, they have four albums out. One album is a, is a, is a, an album of covers. I love it. I love everything they put out. Yeah. I love Pommarello. I love that band. I love them. Okay. But I can do without their dumb fucking politics right now.
1: Well, you got to take it out. I mean, I always say leave the politics out of it, but they are such a political band. But I think musically, they are also very different from a lot of bands in that era, they came out in 91, I believe. I was a freshman in high school when that first record came out. 91, 92, one of the one that right around there. Nothing like I heard before. It was heavy. It was intense. But Morello's guitar playing is just stupid. He does things on a guitar that it makes it such an amazing, deep sound. And you don't even realize he's barely doing anything. He's just that innovative. I mean, for me, I, I say they go in. But
0: What's what your you favorite mean? song?
1: I don't have one. I'd see my like down Rodeo is a great song. I think it's a little underrated. Uh, I think it's heavy, but he has this, this really weird. Um, I, I can't even describe how he plays on the guitar. He's playing it over the neck of his guitar. And it's just, I, I that's my favorite. Uh, seeing them live again, they played about 18 songs and they have probably 10 or 11 radio hits on that song too, on that set list. So that's another reason why I went with it too. As far as nineties rock radio, Hard to find a band that has been played more than them.
0: I like uh, Battleful Los Angeles. That's a great record. Um, Let me pull up their set list and see what they did in concert. Uh, Yeah, I think for me, my favorite song has always been Testify.
1: Great song. Testify is a great song. I love, um, uh, like I said, Down Rodeo for me is my favorite, probably my favorite. Killing in the Name of Testify. Uh, Gorilla Radio is a, is another great monster. great song. Uh, that that can open any set list for them for the rest of their lives, and they'd be totally fine. And they actually I think closed with it when I saw it.
0: Okay, so let's let's pull up there what wait what uh, what show did you see? You I saw went to MSG. I know uh,
1: in August of 2022.
0: Okay, they did a, a few shows in August. 11 so did, I believe. Okay, I'm going to pull up that set list. Okay. Um. They open up with Bomb Track. People of the Sun is a great one. Yeah, Bulls on Parade, great one. Bullet in the Head is a great one. Testify, like I said, my favorite song. Uh, Take the Power Back. Close your eyes and count fuck. You know, Run the Jewels cover. Gorilla yep. Radio, like you said, a great one. Uh, Without a Face. Know your enemy. Calm like know a. Oh, your bomb. enemy. I, that's. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take it back. Know your enemy is my favorite song by that. That's, a, that's a good one. How, well. How about Sleep Now in the Fire? Good one a great one uh born a broken man war uh within a breath the ghost of tom joad that he does that better than springsteen mm-hmm. um freedom township rebellion and ends with killing in the name i love this i love the show I had great
1: seats zach was uh sitting on a on a friggin uh roadie case the whole show because mm-hmm, he, he always gets hurt He's, well, he blew his knee out, like the second show. And instead of uh, canceling the tour, I think there would have been a, a gigantic out- outrage from everybody because they had pushed this tour back two years already. So if he, he canceled, that would have been it.
0: He's the uh, KD of uh, musicians.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's keep this going. Uh, next. I don't know. I'm going to say no to this.
0: The spinners. Yes. Hold on. A sec- yes? Hold- yes. Let me let me explain why. Okay.
1: Well, first of all, is rage going in on your pick? Because I'm saying yes. So that's my five.
0: Are they going in on my pick? They are okay, they're ahead. They're ahead of Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Ahead of Sheryl Crow. You 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 have to put um you have to put a female artist in, so it's either going to be Cheryl Crow or Cindy Lauper.
1: Well, we have Cindy as a lock already,
0: and if Cheryl Crow waits a year. But I mean, I don't, who knows what the politics of uh? Okay, so Spinners. Oh man, they're so good. Um, I'll be around whenever you need me please don't be no no, no don't, don't don't stop could it be come on could it be on am falling in love a great one the rubber band man that was a fun one i used to love, love these songs one of a kind working my way back to you then came you oh my god they are in they are in i don't uh, think so at all cupid i i think they're up there with like the four tops i think when you you know four tops uh um uh uh, who's the other one? The, the the temptations, the spinners. I think, but this they, they come a little bit later. They're more late 60s, uh early 70s. Um yeah, they 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 bridged the RB from uh from the uh, from the sixties to the 70s. That uh, some of these other games people play. Dude, they have a ton of these these RB pop hits. I All right. So, are you are
1: you confident enough to lock in your final vote with them?
0: Yeah, I think you do need to have a. a, a, a who do we have again? As George Fox, Michael. We have Iron Iron Maiden,
1: George Michael, Cindy Lauper, and Willie Nelson.
0: Yes, and I have to go with the Spinners. Okay. I need I I need I need an R and B influence in there. I think R and B does influence rock and roll. We
1: only have two more that are on this list. Uh the white stripes. No. I agree with that. Even though I like them, I don't think yet. I, I think it's their first year of eligibility and they put them on there because of Jack White's solo career, which is huge, but I don't think they're going on the first one. And then you got Warren Zevon.
0: What, what you said earlier in the show when you you know sentimental, but you know in your heart. Yeah. I mean, and I'm going to use a corny line that I'm glad that we're not in the same room because if we were in the same room, you would easily pull over and punch me in the face. I might is- still. You're
1: not that far away.
0: <laughs> You'll be so enraged. You just get into your car very calmly, drive <laughs> to my house, yes. find me, and punch me. Yes. And deservingly so. But I'm going to save this line anyway. Is it the whole of very good or is the whole of rock and roll fame? I don't think that's a bad thing to say. I think it's that's a terrible, smart terrible thing, thing to say. To say. Untuna, 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 no, it's not it's a douchebag thing to say.
1: But no, it's I not... don't think so. I don't think I don't think so at all. Because again, look at it this way: tonight is the Grammys. All right, we're probably this will be on like next week or two weeks. But tonight is the Grammys. Okay, I don't put a lot of. Does
0: anybody even watch the Grammys?
1: I do. I like to, I like to see some things you know what i mean but i like to see
0: rock yeah i like to see rock and roll and metal get completely ignored and disrespected it's shitty
1: shitty, but i think it's kind of uh it's getting bigger now so i think you might see a rock band on there now you
0: won't see a rock band on there i
1: don't agree with award shows or hall of fames or things like that i think that's what you like is what you like and i think a hall of fame holds a little more weight than an award show so I kind of understand uh, more of the Hall of Fame having the, the the spotlight than award shows. I don't think Warren Zevon belongs there at all. I in the least bit. So I'm going to go over this. We have four of the same. We have Iron Maiden. We have Cyndi Lauper. We have George Michael and Willie Nelson. Your fifth pick is The Spinner, and mine is Rage Against the Machine. Now, if you had to pick two more, Okay, so now you have the option of picking either we both said no to Kate Bush. So if you had the option of picking Kate, I'm I'm not picking she could be she could be last on that list. Okay. So you have the option of picking two more, and you have Cheryl Crow, the Joy Division New Order, Soundgarden, or Warren Zevon. So again, Cheryl Crow. Joy Division, New Order, Soundgarden, and Warren Zevon.
0: It's it's. I'm gonna go Joy Division. Okay. New Order. I'm I'm, I'm on the fence between that and Sheryl Crow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. I want to. You know, I want I want to mix it up a little bit. And okay. I don't think there's don't... any 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 artist really representing that era or that that genre of of. Okay
1: i, I don't have a music. problem with that i think that's i think that's valid and i'm kind of going kind of the same way so again i have uh iron maiden george michael cindy Lauper, willie nelson rage against the machine now i have two to pick from i have the options of cheryl crow i have the option of Soundgarden, and uh a tribe called quest i'm going to put
0: easily you're not I'm putting in the easily.
1: space no i'm not even close I'm putting Cheryl Crow and the Tribe Called Quest. Hmm. So we both kind of have the the female aspect. We also have the R&B hip hop aspect, where you went with the new spinach. That's kind con- new. Well, I don't, the Spinners is oldies. I don't I don't consider that R&B or anything. I consider that oldies.
0: But it is R&B. But it's oldies. So it's, would, it's older R&B. But it's you know, and and it's it's only twenty years older than uh tribe Called quest
1: no, maybe a little more than that they're in the 60s yeah. and 70s right
0: when they
1: were, yeah 70s when tribe Called Quest came out in the 90s late 80s yeah okay so it's even less okay so i i don't i don't think this is bad i think that we're on the same page with a lot of this stuff and i think it's towards the end of the list is where we kind of uh differed a little bit so your final is iron maiden George Michael, Cyndi Lauper, Willie Nelson, and the Spinners, and then your your two alternates are Cheryl Crow and I'll
0: go Cheryl Crow and Rage, I guess.
1: No, you said somebody else. You said Cheryl Crow and shit. I lost it. Joy Division, New Order. Oh, right, right, okay, okay. Yeah. That's your that's your seven. My first. Four. I think
0: eventually a lot of these bands that we're talking about will get in.
1: I think so too. I just think this is. A, I think this is too stacked. This. this I think uh, this. Is, right. I think
0: this is a good good class. Yeah. I do Go too. on. When you when you're done with that, I just want to give you a a list of artists has never won Grammys, and I just want to blow the fucking Grammys out of the water. Go ahead. Okay. All right. And then we'll reveal the Sean list. Okay. So not even contemporary artists like. Katy Perry and Snoop, who've never won uh, uh, Grammys. But like, like maybe artists you've never heard of and don't have any type of legacy and they've never uh, achieved anything. Diana Ross never won a Grammy. Queen never won a Grammy. Jimi Hendrix never won a Grammy. Tupac never won a Grammy. Bob and Molly, you know, I guess he had no influence in, uh, in uh, reggae music. Uh, Janis Joplin, The Who, The Beach Boys, Guns and Roses, uh, Journey, The Doors, ABBA, uh, Morrissey, the Ramones, you yeah, know, these bands haven't won Grammys. It's stupid. And, like, look,
1: I talk about Bon Jovi a lot because being from New Jersey and they're kind of like the poster children after Bruce Springsteen. But did they belong in the Rock World Hall of Fame? Sold almost 200 million records. And Bon they got- Jovi? Yeah. They belong in the Rock when They're in. Yeah, but it took them, I'd say, a good five, six years for them to get in, which is a little, uh, that was a little much. But I agree with you. I, I put a lot of, uh, I don't put a lot of emphasis on awards. Uh, Now, before we end this, we'll talk about the fan vote for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is current right now. Uh, You have the numbers? I have the numbers. Number five. Number five is Iron Maiden. Hold on. Number four is Willie Nelson. Number three is Soundgarden. Number two is Cindy Lauper, not by much. And I'm talking about, as of a few minutes ago, when I pulled these numbers up, it's less than 200 votes. Wow. Number two and number one. Number two being Cindy Lauper, and number one being George Michael. So, again, five Maiden, four Willie Nelson, three Soundgarden, two Cindy Lauper, one George Michael. George I, Michael's
0: going to get him regardless. And, by the way, the, the, the fan vote has very little impact. Oh, 100%. On, on, but um, you'd, you'd
1: be happy to know uh, number six was Warren Zevon. Sentimental. Just very, it is, right? Uh, and Rage was right after that, right above Joy Division. Again, not that far. It was only 1,200 votes in between Joy Division, New Order, and Rage Against the Machine.
0: Where is Kate Bush on there? I'm just kind of curious.
1: Kate Bush is not that far behind. Cheryl Crow is right after New Order. Then Kate Bush.
0: Uh, was, the spin is last
1: no but i'm a little annoyed at this uh you go kate bush then the spinners then the white stripes then missy elliott and in last place is a tribe called quest
0: tribe called quest is the least popular of everyone who's on this list and i, I and mean, i got again a lot of this has to do with a popularity contest it's true
1: it's very true but i think our lists are, are pretty much on the same page uh the first four were definite, and I think that's okay. I think we're allowed to be a little different with this, and I don't think any of your picks were wrong, which is a, another good thing. I don't, I'm don't, i not going to blast you for the picks that you picked. I think everything that you picked after the top five, I, I don't agree with the spinners. That's the only one I don't agree with. Um, Otherwise, you had a pretty decent list, too, and I think I did, too. I think you'll agree that my list was, again, all the kind of the same things, and you're the one you would disagree with is Tribe call Quest.
0: Agreed. I think the only artist I think the only artist on this list who I don't think you can make a real valid argument for is uh Kate Bush. Yeah, I think a, I, I think a, I think a lot of it is because, you know, of a resurgence of a song because of a of a TV show. You're 100% but I think you can really take any of these artists and you can make an argument for them. Some a stronger argument mm-hmm. and some, you know, where it's like they're eventually gonna get in if they don't get in on 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 this shot around
1: this was definitely one of the better well versed put together
0: i also don't know if the the white stripes are a rock and roll hall of fame band
1: no i don't think so either i don't think so so. i think it's because jack white is so prevalent as a as a solo artist now uh that they put him in for that while he waits to go in as a solo artist you know what i mean kind of like uh Kind of like Dave Grohl, they put him in Nirvana and you know that he was going in with the Foo Fighters as well. They put in Nirvana first and I think it was only two years later the Foo Fighters went in and three years later.
0: Well, that's not that's not, uh, not normal for the Rockwell fame. Didn't um, no. the, all the Beatles, I mean, McCartney went in three times, didn't he? Didn't he go yep. in for, for the Beatles' wings as a solo artist? All the Beatles are solo went in as the Beatles and solo, solo artists. Yep.
1: Um, yeah, so... All right, I think this is a... I, I kind of expected it to go this way.
0: Yeah, like we, like we you joke. said at the top of the show, it's a it's a great. Uh, it it really is a good list this year.
1: We joke a lot, we break each other's balls a lot, but I think the one thing that we do realize is good music, and we can step outside of our boxes that are our favorites, and also realize that other bands are influential and stuff. So, yeah, it's kind of kind of how I felt this was going to go. I figured we were going to have a lot of the same. And there was going to be one stark contrast and one that we we're going to be definitely arguing about. Yours was the spinners, mine's Tribe Called Quest. And I think we both agreed Cheryl Crow had the numbers, but just not the top five. So I'm, I'm I'm happy with this list.
0: I think there there were if things are going threes. I think the three. Motown groups, where where, where the you know the dance steps and the four guys, four or five guys wearing the matching suits and they have the great songs. I think were the Temptations, uh, the Four Tops, and the Spinners. The Spinners being the the, the last of, of those three. Um, I think when you talk about the Seattle sound, I think those three bands there are Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and then it, then I think that that last one is up for grabs. I think it's Alice
1: Chains. But I don't see Alice in Chains as a grunge band either. I see them as a hard rock, heavy metal band. So that's kind of the difference. They just got kind of lumped into the time frame. I liken them to Cinderella. You know the band Cinderella? They get yeah, lumped, I've heard, I've they get heard lumped of the punk, into,
0: punk.
1: Yeah, they get lumped into the hair metal genre. And they're a rock blues band. But because yeah. they have big hair
0: in the late 80s. A song like, a song like Shelter sounds like the Black Crows.
1: Yeah, they're they're So I agree with that. You know, I, I agree with that. But all right, I think we have uh, I think we now we have to just wait and see. And then we'll do another follow up episode once the once the list comes out. And when does that happen? A couple months, I think.
0: I think it's months months. I mean, usually in June,
1: so they'll, uh, they'll probably announce that I would say
0: in uh, probably April. I wait with bated breath for this one.
1: Yes. Cheer I really up, hope, I really hope
0: Maiden gets in.
1: Maiden's going in. Don't worry. Cheer up. You're not your normal sweet boy self today. But you know what? Everything's <laughs> I'm tired. Okay. I could tell. I could tell you're you're a cranky fuck when you're tired. So listen, this was a great episode. Um, we're taking next week off because we're it's Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. Uh, but the next week we have a great episode. We have Kevin Baez from the New York Mets it's gonna be on and uh listen hit the subscribe button everywhere do it on youtube do it on facebook do it on instagram do it on twitter i don't we don't have a twitter um you know do it everywhere because all we're doing is trying this is our third year doing this and uh there's no end in sight unless i murder him but uh
0: no but but subscribing really does help us and it's it's free
1: it's free all right guys we will see you next week bye sean later